on today's episode of Down the Wire. The news wrote itself this week. NBA free agency was crazy. We had some big news in the college football landscape. And we are recording for the first time on the 4th of July. Happy 4th of July, everyone. It all happens today on Down the Wire. Episode number 74, Down the Wire. What is up, Dave? What the fuck's up, man? I'm back, and yeah. I'm fully recovered from my concussion over the weekend. Nice, nice. It's episode number 74, Happy Independence Day, 4th of July. Where does 4th of July rank on your holidays again? I'm back, and I'm fully recovered from my concussion over the weekend. Oh, yeah, you got a concussion this weekend? Oh, wait, sorry. I, I, I think I already said that. Fourth uh, of July is whatever to me. I don't really care. Uh, it's it's lost its luster over the years. I'm I'm over uh, fireworks. You, know, I, I you work... also hate people, like, more than I do, so... Uh, I wouldn't say that. It's more than like... I do. More than I do. That's all I That's said. Right. Okay, fine. Sure. That's all I said. Like, slightly... I'm just like, dude, I'm over fireworks is really what it is. Well, now that you have a dog that hates fireworks, Yeah, too. but I also worked with, like, veterans and stuff. And yeah, like, that'll do it. Yeah, I'm just, I just don't need fireworks in my life. I love the communal aspect of it, and I do like that it's usually always a pretty nice day outside. You can go hang out, do it's whatever. It's today. It does not look great today outside, <laughs> and I'm working, so... Well, don't really get to do much for it, but hopefully I'm out late enough to maybe get some plans at the end of the night, but... I'll be grilling all day. Okay. Or, like, somewhat all day. I don't know. I still got, I still got stuff to prepare for tomorrow. Huge episode tomorrow. We do have a big... Uh, well, for next week, rather. We do have a big interview Keep slash... Yeah. Keep slash... I'm going to say that it's probably the biggest guest we've ever had on. Honestly. And that's no shade at all of our friends that we love at Down the Wire that come on and help us out, like Joe or Tristan, Gianna, Mav, whatever. Biggest Down the Wire. Grant. Biggest Down the Wire joint of all time. Mm. Let's just keep it blunt. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Whoa. Subtle messages. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, there was a lot of news this week, Dave, and yeah. I'm going to say, let's start it off. The NBA free agency really took over, but let's start with some other stuff that was a little bit crazy at the same time of this whole entire situation and pretty much happened as soon as we heard about it. USC, UCLA, they are now moving to the Big Ten in 2024 because nothing says the Midwest like palm trees and the beach, that's for sure. But UCLA leaving the Pac-12, USC leaving the Pac-12 to join the Big Ten. These conference realignments are crazy. And then now we're hearing that Arizona's meeting with the Big 12 to try to get out of that. The Pac-12 is folding overnight. and Yeah, the Pac-12 is basically dead at this point, And the Big 12 is sure to follow afterwards. So now, here's the thing. That's what I didn't understand with 
Arizona meeting with the Big 12 to get over there, like maybe that helps them out a little bit. They're definitely not going to be able to compete in football, but they should dominate basketball, I think, in that conference. What what does this now mean for the college football landscape? And what do you think that this does for the future of college football? Is this going to be something we see a lot? Is this just the beginning and like we just got to get through this phase and it'll be settled for a little bit? I, with with the whole name, image, and likeness and the way the college football playoff is now panned out, I think that what it does is really this just accelerates the committee to get an eight-team playoff as soon as possible. Uh, eight-team playoff in a two-conference NCAA. Big Ten, big whatever. Honestly, it'd probably just say the big conference versus the SEC. Mm. I, I mean, that's that's the long and short of it. The SEC is the major powerhouse. And right after that is the big Big Ten or whatever the fuck it is now, Big Fifteen or whatever. Uh, and once once those two, uh, like once you reach those two, the next one is what? Uh, I, I guess it's the Big Twelve, and that's a steep drop off, man. Is it yeah. really? I mean, it would have been the Pac-12 maybe if these teams weren't leaving everywhere. No, no it, I would say it's the Big for 12. For football, I guess you would have to say the Big 12. But for all the sports, I mean, the Pac-12 does put in a lot of work. I mean, yeah, the Big 12 does too. Oklahoma was, you know, in that and uh, o- OSU as well. Well, now it's saying that Notre Dame is a big priority on the Big 10. And that's going to be the next goal. For Wisconsin, I think this is... A good and a bad thing because immediate success is going to be pretty tough now compared to what it used to be. But maybe not. Maybe not. You never know, I guess. But I think for the recruiting standpoint and for the money that they're going to be able to make from it, this is going to help out all of the teams. Now, Rutgers and Nebraska get your ass out of this conference probably pretty soon. But for the schools who are middle of the road in the Big Ten, like these Wisconsin's and not quite Minnesota. They're a little bit below us. Just have to say that. But uh, Michigan, same tier, I think, as Wisconsin. That's probably a hot take. But Michigan's higher. Sorry. Mm, yeah. I don't think so, man. Yeah, I really don't think so. Recency, Wisconsin's probably been a better football program than Michigan. Mm, wasn't Michigan just... They were just in the playoff, yeah. yeah. That's I... the first time Harbaugh did anything with okay, this fucking sure, team. Sure. Okay. Maybe a little bit. But... Uh, like this this does shake up a lot and for me the bigger question is do any of these schools smaller schools like you said Rutgers or and the likes of those uh ones do they drop off a tier and it, I, I realize the money is there in the big uh being in the NCAA but you know division one rather how many of those kind of peter off into like a d2 well what i'm thinking is because there's a lot of lower level clemson's got to get the fuck out the acc as soon as possible now they'll 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 be in the sec SEC in no time in no time at this rate with all these schools doing this yeah clemson's the next team gone i think it has to be rutgers i think they're going to the acc i think they're just going back to that then once clemson leaves they're gonna have a spot open up there It'll be a lot lower competition. There's no way no they're going to be able to compete in the Big Ten. There's it no way. There's still there's no way they're competing in the Big Ten now. No, no shot. So it, I mean, I'm talking about even before. Like they have, they've never competed in the Big Ten. But the Big Ten's got money. They're not leaving. 
No one's leaving the SEC. No one's leaving. Can the they Big kick them out? Can the Big Ten kick them out? They're not going to. Why would they? They're I mean, getting... I don't think Rutgers Athletics brings in a lot of the money for the Big Ten. It certainly doesn't make them lose any money. If it meant we got to make room for Notre Dame, wouldn't they fucking kick them out? No, they're not making room. They're just adding them in. The Big, the big Ten has no limits right now. I guess. They can add and 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 add. There is so much money in the Big Ten and the SEC. Neither one of those conferences has any limitations. They should just set it up then as a tournament style of if the, if they got to this this is my dream scenario now then in college football. Okay, hear me out. If we just get to two big power conferences, let's have a tournament of these two big ass conferences instead of making a new playoff and then they meet in the playoff the winner of the two tournaments. That's what I see happening. If we but, had if we had can't. a sixteen team tournament from each uh, conference, can you do that many eight teams? I, I think you're better off just doing eight. Eight from each teams. Four. No, four. Four, four from, from each. each. Yes, doing an eight team playoff. Uh, to, yeah, eight team playoff total. Four. The four best in the Big Ten gets the four best in uh, SEC. Whittle themselves down till one final championship. Until the Big Ten winner plays the SEC winner. Yep. Okay. It's uh, it's a weir- really weird scenario, but you saw the Pac-12 even change that the way they're going to do their conference championship this year, it's going to be by win percentage and not by standings. So the best winning percentage will be in the championship, not the winners of Thank each God. side. So, uh, and like, man, it, this is the death of the Rose Bowl. Doesn't that make you kind of sad? Mm. I guess so, huh? They're, they're already talking about making that the Big Ten championship game at the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, but it's not the same. It's just not. It's not the same as... It, but they'll call it the Rose Bowl and shit, and it'll be... It'll be yeah, whatever. If there's a big, the If there's a big historical play, they'll call it the 2022 Rose Bowl play yeah. or whatever, and you, you know? And you're saying that uh, you think Clemson's the next domino to fall. For me, I think it's Oregon. Oregon has got to get out of the Pac-12 more than Clemson has to get out of the ACC. At least the ACC has some competition. But now that USC and UCLA is gone, what does Oregon have? Washington. Ooh. Jake Locker and company. Ooh. Gardner Minshew went to Washington State. You never know what you can get. You never know. Wildcats. Um, Should we get into some of the big news this week? Sure. Big news. This NBA free agency shit was nuts, man. I mean, I think it was a lot crazier than we expected it to be. And it's always crazy every year, so I don't understand why it always catches everyone off guard. But but yeah, before we talk about the moves that have already happened, yes. let's talk about the ones that haven't that are more or less done deals here. Leave it to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to make it about themselves. Fuck shit up! And ruin the Brooklyn Nets for the second time in the last 15 years that this organization has gone all in on these big-name players and has no picks, and they're going to be fucked for the next however many years now. The Nets have just repeated history. This is the Celtics trade all over again on a much more exciting scale than that was. But here's the thing about that. Like, the the Celtics one, they were trading for a bunch of old-ass dudes that had no talent. They still have talent. 
Except that talent is being selfish and greedy and gross and just wants out. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving officially requesting trades. Kevin Durant, man, he comes out right after the day Kyrie opts in. He opts in to play the next year. He's going to get $37 million to be a Brooklyn Net. Nope, I want out. I don't want to play here. Kevin Durant, where do you think he ends up? And now everyone's going with the new teams. We have Miami. We have Phoenix. But the emerging favorite, it looks like now, is a reunion in Golden State. You think so? I they're, don't. They're calling sure imagine the snakery that would come from kevin durant to not only after the warriors lose a championship go play there and then win some championships after the warriors win a championship go there and win some more championships what a fucking move and you know what he's the only guy who can do it He's the only guy who could do it because he's already done it. So why not? This he's would be got perfect. For a four-year deal left, and he's like, "Fuck that! I want to trade." That's nuts. Kevin man. Durant. Yes, that's he nuts. just signed it, man. That's what I'm saying. He's got four years left. That's fucking nuts. That is too much autonomy for the fucking players in the NBA. That's a lot. Four years is a lot of time. Like, if he had two years left on his deal... I might be able to let it slide. I might even be able to let it slide with three. Four years? That's a long time. And, uh, like, I know you're asking me, like, where he goes. Honestly, I don't fucking know. I have no clue where this guy goes. And, man, I, I don't know how this fucking happens. I don't know, especially with the way, like, okay, you know the Nets want something, right? Like, if if they go, especially with the way that they're talking, like they said, uh, you know, if you, if you want to go to Miami, the major trade piece needs to be Bam Adebayo. Okay. If you want to go to uh, Phoenix, the major trade piece has to be Devin Booker. Okay. Uh, that's not happening. No, no shot. But then for Kevin Durant to come out and be like, well, if you want to trade me there... Bam needs to stay. If you want to trade me there, Devin Booker needs to stay. The fuck you mean? The, like, what What are they supposed to trade for? Absolutely nothing? It sure sounds like that's what he wants. That and is fucking nuts. So now, this is what I'm thinking. Brooklyn's just going to invest in these Milwaukee boys and send them to fucking Golden State. That's what I'm thinking. They're going to bring over, like, Looney and Jordan Poole, oh and it's going to be God. the biggest fleecing ever. And I'm gonna be, and we're gonna look like fucks, man. That's what I think's gonna happen again, dude. If he goes back to Golden State, like he's grade A soft, grade A. I'm sorry, Kevin. Like dude, I, LeBron I really James, hope that you listen Le- to Down Le- the Wire. James needs to be so happy right now because all that shit of like LeBron James didn't do it like Jordan is off the monkey's back. Well, no, the monkey's off speaking his back. of LeBron James. His counterpart could get a reunion, and I know our friend Chris Platt is sick as fuck. If <laughs> Kyrie Irving goes back to L.A., well, he doesn't go back to go L.A., back to but he goes back to LeBron in L.A., we got a Cleveland reunion. And now you're looking at it, and if you're a Cavs fan, you're like, what the hell did we do wrong that they just wanted to go play in Los Angeles when they could have done it here? If Kyrie Irving goes back to L.A., or Kevin Durant goes back to Golden State. Who are you taking in a seven-game series? 
Uh, definitely the Warriors. In how many? Six? Seven? Sure. Yeah? Sure. Uh, also, need to shout out uh, PC Tunney for thinking that a Kevin Durant-Anthony Davis deal straight up is a fair deal. Oh, my God. You're nuts, PC. I was going to make that my nuts. hot take and just say I was PC Tunney before. <laughs> what was what was that logic? That, there is no logic there. <laughs> but Kyrie Irving. I love you, PC, but you're just not politically correct, PC. See what I did there? Yeah. Boom. Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, that team gets nice. That, te- that team probably has a playoff run in them. Sure. That's what I'm thinking. If Anthony Davis's knees can stay under 35. Well, and if Kyrie Irving's, like, eligible to play because he's, you know, doing something. I don't know. Whatever. He, they'll just find, he'll just find a way. He's the new Dennis Rodman, Kyrie Irving. That's fair. You know what I mean? He's just got, like, something's going to happen. You just don't know what yet at this point. Uh, though, what's the sneaky pick right now? Isn't uh, Toronto kind of talking to uh, Brooklyn right now, too? That would be interesting to get one of them out there. Around, like, uh, I believe it's OG on Anobi. Biggest loser out of this whole thing is Ben Simmons. Pfft, I, honestly, I'd say it's Brooklyn. I'd say it's just Brooklyn altogether. Yeah, but Ben Simmons is stuck there, too. Ben Simmons don't care. He doesn't give a shit. Maybe he'll develop a jumper because he'll need one. Ayo. I don't think so. Let's go over some of these free agent moves, though. We had a lot of big-name transactions. We can cover them from every team right now, and we have a tier list for this as well. Um, no visual learners for the podcast soon, but not yet. We still have... Uh, all audio only and we have four tiers the first tier is oh good, good. yeah good. good like that one that's a nice one the second tier bad bad yeah Ooh, don't like bad. that deal whatsoever the third tier <gasps> what yeah it's tim allen home like, improvement okay like that deal happened sure it's more of a confuses us than really we have more of an opinion to say good or bad yeah. on it and the fourth tier is studio audience. Woo! Yeah, like okay, we kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, that one could go a little under the radar, but we're gonna be the ones to say we like that. Yeah, we're not gonna go over every free agent deal, but we're gonna get a good portion of these in and uh, just kind of rapid fire through them because, like, like Tom said, a whole bunch of shit has gone down. It was a busy week for the NBA. It's a busy week. And uh, yeah, so we'll get uh, we'll get the like re-signings, the trades, the extensions, all that jazz, all kind of rolled into one. Boom! Uh, Atlanta Hawks had one move so far. It's just Aaron Holiday on a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say it's good, bad, huh? Or, ooh, I mean, <laughs> this one's already. Okay, sorry, just kind we of we like have a, a fifth tier of myth? sure, yeah, myth? sure. All right, we we realized. We needed a fifth tier on this. Okay. <laughs> That's good. We caught that early. We caught that early. Aaron Holiday, brother of Drew. That's all yeah. I got on him. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, like Aaron Holiday isn't what he used to be. He was a pretty solid bench guy, and maybe he'll give them a little bit more depth. But to say that he's going to make any type of you know, like movement to the Hawks in their you know, attempt in pushing towards a, a championship or even a deeper playoff run. Listen, we're nah. just we're talking too much about the unimportant move on the Hawks and the trade for DeJounte Murray now. Ah. That was a pretty big move. Yes. That one really helps them a lot. You remember, this team is two years out from the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, they were there playing Milwaukee. Last year, disappointing season. But they have Trey Young, who's another guy who can 
shoot the lights out anywhere on the court he needs to be. And now adding a guy like DeJounte Murray to play that perimeter defense that they're looking for can really probably help Atlanta redefine themselves. And who knows, maybe John Collins is probably gone because for the last five years, John Collins has been on the trade block. And they now have some solid options to try to go after more pieces as well. So yeah, that's that's a good. That's that, that's, a, that's, a good. that's pretty good. Yeah, that's DeJounte that's Murray, a, that's got to be in there as well. Yeah, I mean, I would like to say ooh off to the side, but it's not sneaky. No, you know I think I mean? everyone like, knows Deshante Murray's know. good now. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll take care of the the free agency moves. You do the trades because I apparently don't I don't have that. Okay, sounds good. That okay. works. <laughs> uh, next up, Boston Celtics got Luke Cornett on a two year deal to return. Does that give you anything? We need Any? a, we need a six tier of silence. That's what I <laughs> that's what we need. I think I think Luke Cornett brings silence. <laughs> Sadness. Like, is he related? But to, is he related to Jim? Uh, no, stop. It. No, no. God damn it, pal. Uh, like Luke Cornett is fine, but here's the, the Boston's waiting on KD. You know what I mean? Like that's that's their big deal. They're gonna look for KD and hopefully try to get something with that. Well, what do you think now for Boston? With their newest addition, Malcolm Brogdon. Yes. That Brogdon, I'm going to give that an ooh. Ooh. I'm saying that's an ooh to me. I don't know where you're at on that, but that's that gives me some big ooh. Brogdon kind of took a step back last year. Yeah. He didn't have the same production, but I was pretty upset when he got... When he was not available for the Bucks anymore at the time, it ended up working out great, obviously, and we won our stuff without him. But Malcolm Brogdon, he definitely has a little bit of ooh to him, for sure. He He's sneaky, and he's not going to need to be the star over there. He's going to be the third option with Brown and Tatum still there. Don't know who's going to be the one. That's the problem. But I like the Malcolm Brogdon addition for Boston. I would probably say it is Brogdon at the one no no I mean like the number one option oh I'm saying oh. you don't know who's going to be the number one option because of Brown and Tatum in this play okay okay you know sorry I was I was very confused no no but Brogdon <laughs> will most definitely run the one uh we could also just say that Justin Holiday as well went to the Hawks just because he reunited with Aaron we missed that one Kevin Herter's gone. But we'll get to that one later then because of it. Go ahead. Keep moving on. Uh, Brooklyn Nets got uh, Nick Claxton and Patty Mills to return on two-year deals. Mm. Uh, I think that's pretty good, especially with the situation that they're in. Uh, Nick Claxton has shown many instances. I fucking hate playing Nick Claxton, dude. (laughs) He's just just always there. He's a very smart basketball player, it looks like, when you watch the Nets play. I I really do like watching Nick Claxton, but I hate playing against him. It's like Patrick Beverly at the center position. I think think that's pretty decent for them. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. And Patty Mills has always been that guy. Uh, but I bet you he might get traded. Hear me out on that. I like. I, I think if, if they're going to go into rebuild mode, Patty Mills is kind of that guy to help get some more pieces. So on June 30th, they traded for Royce O'Neal, the Nets. LOL. And they sent them a first-round pick to the Jazz. Yikes. Very <laughs> bad time to send your first-round picks away. Uh, next up, Charlotte Hornets. Cody Martin returns on a four-year deal. Stop me if I'm wrong. 
I have no idea who Cody Martin is. He's got a twin. Does he? Caleb he, Martin. Look that, up look up pictures of Cody Caleb and Caleb. Caleb Martin sounds familiar. Look, they look exactly the same. Well, okay, well, they, I mean, they're, they're twins. They're, they're so twins. I'm not yes. surprised about that. Um, but a four-year deal, I mean, it's got to be something good, right? I, I don't know too much about Cody Martin, so please take this away. I'm going off of you. Scrappy guy. You know, one of those guys. Just, uh, he's a meh. He's a meh. Four-year deal, that's nothing in the NBA anymore. I mean, they, they love just giving away money, it seems like, at this point. Everyone's getting massive deals. All right. I don't think the Hornets had anything crazy going on in the trades, but I'll interrupt you on your next team if anything happened real quick while I look that up. All right. Chicago Bill, a uh, Bull. Bills. Chicago Bills. Uh, the Bulls. Zach Levine returned on a five-year deal, got that max extension, and you know what? Uh, you got to feel pretty happy about that because he was a major target for so many teams. Yeah, he definitely um, had an opportunity to get moved. Had an opportunity to get moved. I and, don't know. And was maybe the biggest name that before Kevin Durant to possibly be on the move. Yeah, so I'm putting I'm putting him in the good category. That's making, making that a was a lot there. of noise. <laughs> I was trying to be there's, so there's quiet. There's a fucking rug underneath you could have thrown it on or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Goran Dragic uh, agrees to a one year deal with the Bulls. I'm going to give that a, ooh. I can get behind that, but at the same time, this team, like, get a big man. Holy shit. Well, good for them. They got Andre Drummond to agree to a two-year deal. For me, that's a huh. That's a huh. I, I, I'm i sorry. Like, is Andre Drummond good at basketball anymore? He doesn't fit this brand of basketball we do anymore. Same thing with DeAndre Jordan. Like, these were guys that were beasts at a point. And they just don't play today's basketball the way they need to. I, I, I never liked Andre Drummond. Hey, when he would, you know, dude, your stat lines look crazy when you get twenty and fifteen. But he was playing in Detroit. You know, it's yeah. one of those like, what do you do on a good team kind and of players? He, once he left Detroit, what did he do? Exactly. Look I mean, what he did in in Cleveland. Look what he did in uh, Brooklyn. I think that was our boy Platt again, who like pointed out. What do you do on good teams? Like, show me what you do on good teams, and then, like, I'll take your numbers a little bit more seriously, too. Look at C.J. McCollum. That's a big one right now. He's kind of getting alpha again in New Orleans. Like, put up a, he's, got, he's got a little bit of a resurgence, but he's not a number one. He's not you a number see, one. You see those videos of Zion playing at Just one. wait till we get... This is why we made this whole entire segment, is for the, <laughs> the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep moving. Uh, okay. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. returned to Chicago on a two-year deal. I don't hate it. Um, I won't say it's good. I won't say it's an ooh. So maybe just a meh for Derek Jones Jr. Um, uh, he, he showed some pretty good uh, like glimpses of... Uh, what was he like? Wasn't he like the number two overall pick at one point? Uh, for like, I, I don't think that's right. Who am I thinking of? Am I wrong? I think you're thinking of Derek Favors. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, next up, Cleveland Clav- uh, Clavaliers. Jesus Christ, I can't talk for shit. Cleveland uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Darius Garland agreed to a five-year extension. Okay, this is better. Then good. This is ooh for me. Darius Garland is legit, and people sold on his ass for so long. 
Darius Garland gets an ooh out of my mouth. I like the ooh. I like the ooh's tier a lot for that as well. He's he's a fun player, and I think Cleveland's got something good there. He can score. He's definitely surpassed excitement levels than Colin Sexton out there, I think, too. I think they'd rather invest in Darius Garland right now. I, I like that signing a lot for Cleveland. I, I agree with you. Uh, Ricky Rubio, though, returns on a three-year deal. Huh? Yeah, big, big huh. I mean, you know what? He, he came back last year, to be fair. Cleveland liked having Ricky Rubio last season. So I'm going to mend our previous decision. Andre Drummond uh, to Chicago gets a bad. Okay. And Ricky Rubio is going to huh. Okay, yeah, I think that's fair because I'm a little more, yeah, I'm a little more critical on the Drummond signing than I would be on the Rubio signing. Yeah, because fuck Andre Drummond. Uh, and <laughs> let's see. Do we really need to talk about Raul Nito? Nah. Uh, Robin Lopez, though, agreed to a one-year deal. Is he still doing anything for you? Um, I, I don't think you'd rather have Robin than Brooke. No, definitely not. Definitely so, not. Meh. All right, just meh. Uh, next up, Dallas. JaVale McGee agrees to a three-year deal. Fuck yeah. Good for JaVale. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, uh... You know, he's he's better player than people give him credit for. He really is. He's just dumb. How old is he? Yeah, he's got. I mean, you're talking about three time NBA champion JaVale McGee. I, is on is multiple he, teams. Is he 36? Ooh, How I would have said 34. I think that's my that's guess. Still pretty old for a center. JaVale you know I mean? McGee. He's 34 years old. I mean, okay. just all over that. Okay. All I, over I, I that. don't know. I feel like JaVale McGee is older than he actually is. But I feel know. like he's younger than he is. He plays like so young at heart on the court, like a middle schooler's IQ. All right. So we'll give it a, a big, good, big thumbs up on uh, JaVale. He's, he's going he's gonna to have some valuable time for them. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, Denver Nuggets. Nikola Jokic agreed to a five-year extension the most money in NBA history. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's good, right? I, I think it is. Yeah, I, it's good. He hasn't shown any reason to, you know, like, consider him a bust. Why would like, you not want to keep him on your team? He's won the MVP the last two seasons. With that, like, shoulder shrug run that he, he's got going on? He's an athletic freak. That's just what it comes down to. No man built like that is supposed to be that good at basketball. All right. Yeah, he's a, he's a demigod. He he's out there. Um, did we talk about Dallas already? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was another one that I wanted to bring up because yeah. I just saw Are it we here. Missing trades? Well, not a lot of them actually, but there's one I did miss on here that I wanted to highlight. Christian Wood to Dallas. Oh yes. That was a pretty big one. I, I was pretty. That's an ooh. That's an ooh all day. That's an ooh. Uh, I like. Is it good yet? No, I don't like it. No, you don't Look, like it. Uh, like I have been very vocal about how I feel about Christian Wood being a locker locker room cancer. Mm. He has gone so many places and fucked up locker rooms, just pissing teams off. And look how many times Christian Wood has been moved. Look, I mean, look at it. 
He doesn't stay any place too long. No. I get it. I get it. But he's got a lot of talent, and he looks like he plays the center pretty well for Luka. Well, too bad they got JaVale McGee. Yeah. I mean, that's on a three-year deal, that dude's a starter. Okay. JaVale's going to be the starter. If anything, Christian's going to be the four. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll put him in the good because he's still Christian Wood, and he's still putting up those numbers. But, man, I don't know. All right, uh, back to the Nuggets. DeAndre Jordan agreed to a deal. I don't even have any of the details yet. I know. That's such a depressing sentence. That's bad. That's bad. Huh? Everything. (laughs) It's everything negative rolled into one. Uh, I can't even believe anyone would take DeAndre Jordan for anything more than whatever change is lying around in your pocket. Like, he is just old. He's good. He's a good locker room guy. All right. You know he probably gives all the rookies, like, new Beats headphones or whatever on the first day. He's one of those guys. (laughs) Uh, Okay, yeah. uh, That's going to go into bad. And then my last one for the Nuggets, Bruce Brown agreeing to a two-year deal. I'm going to give that a new. Mm. I like that. Bruce Brown is low-key pretty damn good. And I think it's a big loss for Brooklyn. Uh just, I, I think they're going to be able to do some shit with Bruce Brown. Yeah, I like the Bruce Brown. I like the Bruce Brown signing. That's pre- that's pretty solid. It keeps him there. Two years, not too big a commitment. Plays really good defense. Ne- always need that on strong playoff teams, right? On that Denver team that never can really stay consistently defensive. No, exactly. Next, uh, right? Uh, was there any? Wasn't there a trade for with Denver? Didn't they make a trade for someone? Am I crazy? Um, from what it looks like on here, I have... I thought there was, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't see anything crazy. No, I don't think All so. All right. No problem. No problem. Uh, uh, oh, wait. Jermichael Green for Thunder Picks. How do you feel about that? Eh. Okay. <laughs> Just a man. Okay. Didn't they, they give, like, two first-round picks for him? Um... No, uh, 2027 protected. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Detroit Pistons got Kevin Knox on a two-year deal. Oh. <laughs> just, just straight up bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, bro. Kevin Knox isn't good. I'm sorry. He's not good. <laughs> and uh, this Marvin Bagley the third is really like, they would have killed this team if they were a high school basketball team in 2018. Like, this team... <laughs> Would be wrecking every team. Kevin Knox and Marvin Bagley. But they're just not NBA players, I don't think. You don't like Marvin Bagley to the Detroit nah. Pistons? Nah. Nah. Man, with the with the way that Pistons team is looking right now, I, mean, I actually like. They got a young core. I like the Pistons. You know me. I was talking up the Pistons after their draft day, and they had a really good draft day. And they've got Ivy and Cunningham that look really exciting and young prospects right now. But... I don't know. Kevin Knox and Marvin Bagley, I think we're supposed to be a lot better right now in their NBA careers. And look at where we're at. Getting two-year deals with the Pistons. Okay. <laughs> You're just shitting all over them. Uh, okay, next up, Golden State Warriors. Dante DiVincenzo agreed to a two-year deal. Just saying, like, we're going back to these Milwaukee ties with this Golden State. They're going to the Bucks players now. Dante DiVincenzo. Um... I said this uh, this uh, is, not so long ago. 
Remember when they said Dante was going to get a four-year, $99 million deal? LOL, 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 LOL. Um, is this, is this meh? Is this ooh? I don't think, is this huh? Because it's not really confusing either. Like, okay, a two-year deal for Dante seems all right. But I don't think he's exciting anymore, to be honest. I don't know where he fits into that guard rotation. I'm going to say it's an ooh. Okay. And I I look at it only because of potential. With the way that uh, Golden State works, man. I look at it like Matthew Dellavedova got a contract. You mean NBA champion Matthew Dellavedova? That's what I'm saying. So, I'm just saying. That's, that's where I rank saying. it. That's where I'm going. I'm like, oh, he's going to be that guy. You know? Okay. That's what I get from him. Uh, and then also they got Kevon Looney back on a three-year deal. Three-time NBA champion. That's good. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we love him. We love him. Hamilton. Uh, yeah. Houston Rockets got Jay Sean Tate to return on a three-year deal. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about Jay Sean Tate. Nothing. They also got rid of John Wall. Um, I don't know if they traded him, though. Yeah, uh... They, they just released They buy him, him out? Yeah, they bought okay. him out. Um, so, good move for both of those guys. Yeah. Uh, they did the same thing in um, Detroit with Kemba Walker as well. Mm-hmm. They bought him out. So, mm-hmm. that's why he's not on this list for anything because nothing happened. All there. right. Uh, yeah. Jay Sean. Yeah, Jay Sean. Tate. Nah. I know nothing about him. So, I, I'm, I'm nah. like, I can't, I can't say anything. Sorry. Jay Sean Tate, come on the pod. Oh, you think we can get him? We're going to sure as hell try it out. That's All an right. interesting way to spell Jay Sean. I kind of like it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Indiana Pacers. All right. Pacers uh, got Jalen Smith to return on a two-year deal. Goofy looking dude. But, yeah, solid athlete. And uh, we'll talk about Jalen Smith for maybe the next, like, five seconds because I don't really got much on him either as well. But – he was a Suns guy. They moved him over there. Pacers also had... Didn't they have a move? I feel like they had something that I wanted to talk about. Look it up real fast. Why does this I, like new list always just not have every team? I, I'm better off just looking up the Pacers' trades. Uh, well, they got Daniel Tice and Aaron Neesmith from Boston as well. Meh. Meh. I, like, I don't know what Indiana's doing. I feel like they didn't need to trade Malcolm Brock. They still got Carlisle? Yeah. He came back? Yeah. Mm. I thought. Yeah. That's what I remember last year. Like, and more or less, they're going to try to trade Miles Turner, right? (sighs) I mean, they got Halliburton. That was a pretty big steal from Sacramento last year. They can try to build something around him, I think. Another Milwaukee boy. Shout out. Um, We'll see. We'll see what comes from it. Next up, the Clippers. Uh, Nicholas Patoon returned on a two-year deal. Yeah. Better French player than Tony Parker? Oh. No. Maybe a longer... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Career. Oh, oh that's fine. I'll, I'll, I can get to that. Okay. But. Amir Coffee got a three-year deal. That's pretty legit. Um, I don't know much about Amir Coffee, to be fair. Yeah, I don't either. But the next two are much more exciting to me. Did, wait, didn't they make a trade? The Clippers. Trade? The Clippers. I don't. I think we're talking about this John Wall signing right here. That might have been a big one for you. Sure, John Wall agrees to a two-year deal. I'm, I'm going. That's bad. John Wall is just not good. I wish John Wall was good, man. But he kind of fits that. I mean, he averaged 20 a game last year on that shitty-ass Houston team. If he can go out and average uh, 16 or something for this, you know, giant ambulance that walks by. Never mind, sorry. Uh, this John Wall averages 16 and 8. You know, that would be a pretty solid career ender for him. He's got a two-year deal. He'll Yay. be there for a little bit. All right, I'm trying to get excited for John Wall. I'm, I, I'm not. I, I'm happy that he's out of Houston because the guy the guy deserves to go somewhere that's a contender unfortunately it's the Clippers and I don't ever look at them as contenders they, they could they could get Kyrie Irving too they're they're in talks for sure. that, so we'll see uh and then the uh, LA Lakers got Juan Toscano Anderson to agree to a deal yeah feel pretty good about that I or, mean I, I don't care he's not gonna do much but Marquette yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, also, I'm not even going to write him down. I don't even give a shit. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. agreed to a deal. Yeah. Yeah, don't care. Oh, and uh, breaking news, Joey Chestnut won again. No, I was going to make it a quick hit. Oh, wait, no, he didn't win. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, yes, he did. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, sorry. Oh, wait, no. Wait, with this introduction. Oh, he just won with an introduction, I guess. No, he didn't go yet. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lakers, Trey Brown, Damian Jones, Lonnie Walker. None of these. Lonnie Walker gets me a little ooh. Get you a little ooh for Lonnie yeah, Walker? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's more exciting than Contavious Caldwell Pope. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with Lonnie Walker. All right. I'll put him on, but. I, like, the other ones just don't do anything Memphis. Me. Memphis, though. Tyus Jones agree, agreed to return a two-year deal. I will never like Tyus Jones uh, because of the Duke-Wisconsin championship game. So, no. Bad. That's a good deal. Bad. Stop it. Sucks. That's a good deal. I'm already putting him on there. Fuck you. Uh, and also, John Morant agreed to a five-year extension. John Morant! Better than Zion Williamson. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. I've been saying that, and I will continue to say that. Ja oh, Morant, yeah. that's got to be good. You got to keep Ja. He's the next Russ right now. He's got phenomenal leaping ability. He's 
crazy athletic, and he's got a pretty nice jumper coming along with a two seed last year. Pretty solid for the Memphis to lock him up long term. Uh, next up, Miami Heat. Uh, Victor Oladipo returned on a one-year deal. Yeah. Um, I actually think that's pretty good. He was pretty decent coming off the bench. I was really hoping that Milwaukee would go out and try to uh, snag Victor Oladipo because it's, I, if he was just going to be doing these, like, one-year runs, uh, you know, being a bench player, that's a solid fucking get for, uh, you know, a solid um, veteran contributor. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Victor Oladipo, though, I, I really... Again, you want to talk about not the same player. Like, come on. Uh, let me talk we about We can't be slandering all this John Wall out here and then try to say Victor Oladipo. All right. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Milwaukee Bucks. This is what you listen for, people. Bobby Portis returned on a four-year deal. $49 million. They got him for nothing, dude. I'm, I'm so happy. Thrilled. Thrilled. And yeah, this confirmed... Is- a the newest holder of a Bobby Portis jerser 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 a newest member of the Bobby Portis jersey member that's me I'm getting one got to now he's locked up he's locked up keeping him it's a great signing and this one the second one here Joe Ingles I'm all for it I fucking love that one too yeah that's sneaky good that's an for ooh a- that's an ooh all well, day. I was putting him in good. I, I don't think Joe Ingles is 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 uh was an ooh candidate. But uh, look at if I'm if uh, that's where three you want and him. D mastermind that we're gonna bring in from Utah. I think that's a solid get for Milwaukee. I'm gonna put another ooh, another one of their moves. That's Javon Carter returning on a two year deal. Yeah, I like that one a lot I too. I like Javon Carter a maybe lot. Maybe they'll play him in the playoffs this time. They, uh, they maybe they'll just play him in general. But I think Javon Carter is. Sneaky good. Okay. Okay. Sneaky good. What about Wesley Matthews and Serge Ibaka? What do they do for you? Okay. I, I want to say Wesley Matthews is good. Is a good signing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to bump him down, though, to a meh. Okay. And uh, only because he was really productive for us last year, like doing what he needed to do. But, um, like... I just have a feeling he's going to drop off. Am I am I crazy for feeling that way? I'm more excited about bringing back Wesley Matthews than I am about Serge Ibaka. I, okay, tell me why. Because I realize that they, he did, like Serge did not play a lot, but I, I mean that's that's more of a Bud thing than it is a Serge thing. I think I don't think we can blame Bud anymore for anything, really. To be honest, especially the situation he got dealt last year with Chris not playing. Um, he's already won with a roster that maybe wasn't even as good as the other team, to be honest. Um, when Chris is healthy, when Chris is healthy, that is. But Serge just seems like he's lost a little bit of a step, too, you know? I mean, I, I get it we're bringing him on as that veteran backup leadership role, but I would like him to be a defensive not a liability or anything like that, a, you know, a plus side defender. And I didn't really have that confidence in him last year. I, I was more confident letting Brooke just man down the fort for as long as possible. Brooke was pretty key. And I think that's, I wish one Brooke thing and Bobby got to play at the same time more. And that wasn't a situation. Giannis at the three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I wish. 
Uh, I mean, like that's that's a that's a powerhouse team. All Drew, of them can shoot a little bit, though. Drew, Chris, Giannis, Bobby, uh, Brooke. Who's getting a board? Us. Oh my god. Uh, but like, honestly, what are, I said this before we started recording. I think one of the best lineups that they had was Javon Carter, Drew Holiday, George Hill, uh, Giannis, and Serge Ibaka. It was one of their most productive lineups or rotations, rather. So I don't know. Uh, next up, another. Big team making a lot of fucking moves. Minnesota, the Timberwolves went off. Let's talk about the first one. Kyle Anderson agrees to a two-year deal. Nice. I, I actually like it. I don't think that's yeah, bad. Nice. I, don't think that's, I think that's a, a good move. I don't think that's a myth. Uh, so Kyle Anderson getting a good. Uh, next up, Carl Anthony Towns agrees to a four-year extension. I don't know. I don't know. I want to say good. I want to say good. But I could easily see this being the one that gets burned. Well, not number one, but I could see this being uh, in a couple years. Oh, man. I, I'm just going to say it's a meh. Oh. And I, Seems like a cop-out. No, it's not. Because if they wouldn't have made... A later transaction that we're gonna I, we'll probably just talk about next um, then then it's bad for me I, because Carl Anthony Towns has no defense they come out and get Rudy Gobert though and that helps out this situation a lot and now all of a sudden Minnesota is getting pretty sneaky huh and especially after uh, Gobert gets uh, an extension, I believe, right? Didn't he get one before he went? Or wasn't it kind of like a sign-and-trade? Or did he get one once he was over there? Um, I don't know that detail, to be honest. But or maybe he just has a shit ton of, Still left of over stuff. from Utah, They probably. traded, like, everything. They traded everything for him. And uh, hopefully that works out. Uh, I, I mean, he is, like, what is he, like a three-time defensive player of the, of the year? Um, this is going to help out majorly. I don't know what the thing is that he's not going to score. No, but that's what you have Cat and uh, Anthony Edwards for, and um, who's the who's the other Russell? Guy? Yeah, uh, D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. Oh my god, I almost said Jamichael again. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. I, I, that's what those guys are for, right? I, I just love Pat Bev. I love Pat Bev, Patrick Beverly so much. Uh, another thing that the Wolves did, they got Torian Prince to return on a two-year deal. I think that's pretty good. Sure. Uh, I, I like Torian Prince a lot. Um, so throw him there. They also got Bryn Forbes. I was a big fan of Bryn Forbes when he was in Milwaukee, to be honest. So I like him as a player. I think he's valuable to a team. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't think uh, you were going to go so nice with him. But uh, he'll go under good. Uh, next up, Pelicans. Zion Williamson agrees to a five-year extension. This is why we did the entire podcast. This is why we... Big huh? Big huh. Okay, like... The biggest huh I've seen... Look, dude, I... I've been a very big Zion supporter. You know me. I've been on his side. Even defended him through a couple of tough arguments. This one is kind of wild that he got this extension now. I mean, they could have waited till next year 
when he plays kind of thing. But this scares me a lot. If you're a Pelicans fan, I get why you did it. I mean, you had to, pretty much. He's their saving grace, I guess. But it's a lot of money and a long term to commit to a guy for someone who didn't really play a whole lot. Played more games than Joel Embiid in the same time frame. I get that. And there's an investment part to it, but there is definitely a gamble to this. Yeah, he got like, he got something like $30 million more than Ja and played half the games. Good for him. I get it, but... Big hum. You know me, I don't like, I'm not a big Zion guy. Big hum. I'm not, um, yeah, you had to. I understand you had to. What were you supposed to do? Because, I mean, God, between him and his dad, you know, saying about how they're just going to leave uh, fucking New Orleans all the goddamn time. Uh, But, by the way, what I was going to bring up before, did you see Zion uh, posting videos of him just, like, trashing high schoolers at the Y? What a legend. Best part about it, though, dude's still wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt, (laughs) so he looks extra chonky. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Big up. He's a thick boy. He's a thick boy. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lefty Jokic. Uh, New York Knicks. This gives me a big huh move as well. Jalen Brunson agreed to a four-year deal. We knew this was coming. We knew I this know, was coming. But... We said Jalen Brunson earned his bag this playoffs. Yeah, but that much... That's the price, baby. What did, what did he get, like $104 million? I think it was even more. I thought it was 120 Four oh year, hundred and twenty, something dude. like that. Um, He's getting like thirty million a year. Uh, that's bad, dude. The I'm sorry, it's a it's a huh. This Jalen is... Brunson did perform, and he so like there is potential for him to like make this deal work. But for right now, it's a huh for me. This is what uh, Jeremy Lin did to the market. This is what um, who's another guy who spazzed out in the playoffs. Uh, Jamal Murray did this to the market. Like, this is what happens when a guy has a big stretch at a time where it's a good time to have a big stretch. And it'll mess things up, man. Montrez Harrell, I think, got a big deal from this, something like this, too. Jalen Brunson earns his bag, man. Good for him. Um, Mitchell Robinson returns on a four-year deal. Cool. Good? Cool. Okay. And I'm also going to throw good for the next one. Isaiah Hartenstein agreeing to a two-year deal coming from the Clippers. I think that's a pretty good move by the Knicks. Uh, and I, I don't think it was all that bad. Uh, next up, Lou Dortz returns on a five-year deal to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Get your bag, Lou. Get your bag, Lou. You like Lou Dortz? I mean, just for the name. But, <laughs> I mean, he, he plays solid basketball. Thunder, big, Thunder like him. The Thunder like him. Uh, I, look, I, I think that the guy has potential to be... Uh, something down in OKC, and you know he's no Shea Gilders Alexander, but I, I don't hate it. I, I definitely don't. Uh, next up, Orlando Magic, Gary Harris agrees to a two-year extension. You like that? Nice. Meh. Just meh. Meh. <laughs> uh, but Mo Bamba returned on a two-year deal. Interesting. Are you gonna give that a huh, or is that a? It's good? more of a huh because it seemed like he wasn't going to be back. He made him an offer you can't refuse. I guess. I I don't know if he was really as enticing as people were making it out to seem, but 
it was interesting to flirt with the idea of him being on a different team and maybe a team that you liked would have appreciated Mobamba. Okay. Uh, next up, Philadelphia 76ers. Bastards. P.J. Tucker agrees to a three-year deal. That's big, man. I didn't think it was going to be that long. I thought two-year could have been... Fucking Two-year could have been in the cards, but... You see what value P.J. brings to the NBA teams. I mean, successful teams have P.J. Tucker on them. Uh, it's kind of what it is. And everyone has a P.J. Tucker player on a successful team. Whether it's him or it's Draymond Green or it's, you know, a freak of nature player otherwise, you, you kind of need a guy who has that mentality like P.J. Tucker to win a championship on your team. Can we just be petty, though, and put it in bad? Yeah, because we didn't get him. Uh, well, because P.J. Tucker's a, a whiny bitch. Um, also, I understand why the guy has, like, a vendetta against Milwaukee. Because, you know, they were just like, yeah, we're not going to give you anything. So, bye. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Daniel Daniel House agreed to a two-year deal. Spells Daniel wrong. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Uh, it's put it in meh. bad just for that. Yeah, it's just meh. Oh, you put it in bad? <laughs> uh, Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker agreed to a four-year extension. Good! More or less saying, there is no chance dude gets traded for Kyrie Irving. So, sorry. Or Kevin Durant. Sorry, that's what I meant. Oh my god. Yeah, Kyrie Irving? Dude, Jesus. Uh, yeah, uh, they also got uh, Bismack Biombo on a new deal. Woo! Who, who cares? Oh, he got a bag because of his performance in Toronto when he was going to the playoffs. Busy, dude. Sure. Um, Finesse the Charlotte Hornets. Portland Trailblazers. Anthony Simons agrees to a four-year extension. Yeah, for $100 million. This one got me a huh at the same time. This is another reason why we made this list. This was ridiculous. I, I mean, like, I've heard the name. But $100 million for his game? Dude, shit. And then I looked it up. He averaged 17 a game last year. I mean, okay, respect, I guess, if you want to give him $100 million, But shit, man. Okay, go for it. Uh, Yusef Nurkic re- returns on a four-year deal. Solid. I think that's bad. Really? I think Nurkic is overrated as fuck. Really? And I think that a big thing, a big thing that's held... Uh, Portland back is the fact that they keep giving Nurkic fucking extensions all the goddamn time. Mm. Okay, sorry if I'm a if I'm a Nurkic hater. Uh, also, I, one of the last ones, Gary Payton the second agreed to a three year deal. That's pretty good, I think. I think that's going to be a good signing for them. He was a pretty big part of Golden State this last year, and they were pretty excited to get him back when he came back. NBA champion. That's all that matters, right? Sacramento. All right. Uh, Malik Monk agrees to a two-year deal. That was pretty good for them, I think, too. I agree. I think Malik Monk was the only bright spot outside of LeBron on that fucking Lakers team. Mm. So when you consider him gone and going to you know an in-conference rival like that, and I don't think the um, the deal was all that bad. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that's pretty good. Who agrees to go play in Sacramento right now? I can't believe that. What you don't you don't want to go work for? Like Mike I'm Brown? I'm wondering if like the Kings agreed to sign Malik Monk, but he didn't agree. Like that's what I'm wondering. 
That's what I'm thinking. He was like roofied. Like the Kings were like, we're going to sign Malik Monk. And he was like, I've never talked to these guys. Uh, Like also big shout out to um, their rookie right now who is blowing up summer league. Just know these, this like gaslighting from these Kings fan on summer league right now is hilarious. The (laughs) absolute hype they are in for their three and O start in fucking summer league is amazing like they're gonna be crushed so hard when this look season look you you're a fucking kings fan the most irrelevant team in sports like tell me a more irrelevant team oh, god oakland a's they're more relevant because they're gonna get moved yeah i guess like they have there is no one more irrelevant out of the big three probably probably uh, the Spurs, they got a whole bunch of shit from that DeJounte Murray trade, but outside of that, they haven't done anything. Interesting move from Pop. Yeah. Interesting move from Pop. Uh, Toronto Raptors, they got Chris Boucher to return on a three-year deal. So- I think it's pretty good. Solid. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, I like Chris Boucher and his game. So uh, hopefully we can see him move uh, a little bit like more as he, uh, as he you know, uh, matures. That's what I was looking for. I, I like the Otto Porter signing and Thad Young as well, too. Um, pretty solid. Pretty solid all around from yeah. the offseason, I would say, there from the Raptors. I, I actually thought Thad Young was going to go elsewhere, but, you know, good for him, I guess. Uh, Jazz haven't done jack shit outside of all the stuff that they did with uh, the Gobert. So I'm going to say they get a good deal with Pat Bev because that's about it. Uh, they also got like four or five first round picks, didn't they? It wasn't that many. I believe so, because uh, Gobert had four year deal left. Mm, I don't know. And Washington Wizards, Bradley Beal agrees to a five year extension. Yeah, they needed to do that as well. Okay, it's good, but does it still get a huh? Because it's Bradley Beal agreeing to stay with Washington. Yeah, the thing is, again, this is gonna this can transition us into hot takes here if you want. What are you doing for a good team on me, Bradley Beal? I'm sorry. Like, I get it. You're Hooper and you're great. I love it. I think he's a good player and he should leave. But this move gets a huh for sure because I don't know why he wants to stay there. And outside of the money, it's yeah. What 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 more is there? You're not your legacy is not going to improve in Washington. Uh, before we transition, I know we were, we were transitioning. Uh, Anthony Simons got autocorrected into Anger Needs Simons. So, that's... I wrote everything down that we talked about. There's a fucking lot. I don't know why I wrote it all down, because I don't want to read this all again. There you so. go. <laughs> that works. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Hot takes. Uh, my hot take is that Tyler Hero is going to just get so much fucking money and i'm gonna be really upset next season that's all i got from this he's uh, 150 million no 120 million yes i can i can get down with that 150 no way maybe the right team maybe if he gets traded 20 points a game in six man of the year last year maybe if he gets traded but he's a bench guy there's no way all right um here is my hot take. Brooklyn Nets don't trade Kevin Durant this offseason. Mm. Does he play? 
at that point, no. Wow. That's even more bullshit. Because, here's the thing. They are going to get the same type of haul whether they trade him this season or next. Right? Right? I if, mean, Kyrie, if Kyrie gets traded, do you think Kevin plays? No. No. I think the damage is already done. Okay. And if Kyrie, uh, sorry, if Kevin was smart, he would just say fuck it and sit out, rest up his body a little bit, keep in shape on the, you know, whatever, and make himself look impressive going into next offseason when people can actually make a trade for him. Mm. Or at least till like uh, the trade deadline. You know what I mean? But I think, I, I, I think that's, that's how it's going to play out. I really do. I don't know why you would... I don't know why you would uh, try to... Try to sell low on a player like Kevin Durant. So, if they want to be smart and get the most that they possibly could... <laughs> the fuck? Sneezed. Uh, yeah, I got that. But the, the ending... That's how you sneeze. I'm sorry. Uh, if they if they wanted to be smart, that's what they would do. Okay, should we get in some quick hits? Quick hits. All right, Coney Island, July fourth. We're releasing it on July fourth. We're recording it on July fourth. Uh, Joey Chestnut, fifteen time champ now, sixty three hot dogs. What an absolute menace to society. Couple other highlights though. Uh, Mickey Sudo. She ate 40 height, 40 height dogs, 40 hot dogs in her time, uh, her eighth championship. Uh, and then there was another one. Where is it? I need to find it. It was right in front of me, and now it's gone. Dude, there was like a lemonade chug, and some guy broke the record for that today at that as well. I need to find that. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you right now. Like, don't get me wrong. Joey Chestnut, absolute boss, monster. But we are not getting what we so righteously deserve because of a contract dispute for the past 15 years, which is Joey Chestnut versus Kobashi. Listen, Eric Badlands Booker won the Nathan's Lemonade Chug, and he celebrated with a massive burp uh, as well. I have not seen this, but I'm just going to play the video, and we're going to react to it live right here. Get that get that fucking microphone right next to it. Three, two, one, go. Oh my god, look at how fucking huge this lemonade is. And Travis Paradise spilling a little of that pink lemonade. Badlands oh, it's pink T. lemonade Kenny. too. T. Kenny is pushing Badlands. Oh my god. T. Kenny's pushing Badlands, but Badlands, he's going for it. Badlands Booker Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my glory. Oh my glory. With a new world record of one gallon of Nathan's hot cape, Nathan's lemonade, Badlands Here comes. The hell? <laughs> that wasn't even a real burp. That was just him yelling into the microphone. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, okay. okay like, conf- oh man, I can't wait to get Eric. I'm not Booker. gonna lie. 
I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I could do that in a in a competitive fashion. Mm. Okay. Really. Like, hear me out. I, I'm not saying I I would like. Uh, I'd win, you know, or even come remotely. You close. think you could come close to chugging with this man right here? So, are you saying that's the guy we need to get on next? Yeah, a hundred percent. All right, we'll be we'll be in contact. You, bad, yeah, bad Lance you, Booker, you're coming on. Don't worry. <laughs> awesome. And he's gonna bring a gallon of lemonade with yeah, him. Yeah, he's too. he's got to. Yeah, he's got a he's got a live burp. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Oh, my God. See, this is the type of quality content yes. you get on Down the Wire. We don't bring on dudes like fucking Beal or uh, Aaron Rodgers. Like, I like, don't get me wrong. Those guys are the bomb. We're looking for the hidden heroes, man. Yeah. 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 Yes. Just, just wait till next week. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, next, Juan Soto got offered, like, the biggest contract in baseball. I feel like we could have, like, just highlighted it. All right. All right. 13 years, $425 million, apparently. Nuts. That's crazy. Shohei will break that. Don't worry. But he should. He will. Too bad he plays for the Angels. Doesn't matter. Someone will give him money. Shohei's going to get $50 million a year. I can do that. 100%. Pitcher and hitter, going to. Um, and then I thought I had one more quick hit. Great. Oh, I do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Donald Cerrone retired, and every mixed martial arts fan, like, kind of is like ah oh, damn like that sucks but at Cowboy. the same time you're like fuck that guy like he should have been retired already yes and israel adesanya also retaining his belt which i totally called that all day to segue we have i got it right here i found it we didn't talk about adrian peterson and Le'Veon Bell getting in and a fight, and now Log- and now Jake Paul is fighting Tommy Fury as well. Oh, and Logan Paul going to the WWE, like for re-signing. This is a big week for celebrity fights. Big so, week. So let me get into my neck of the woods first before we go into the rest of it. Right, Logan Paul retur- uh, is signing with the WWE. Now I don't know the contract details yet. I'll tell you right now, Logan Paul was pretty legit. At WrestleMania. I watched his match. It was very fun. It was very fun. with The Miz in that match. And now uh, he called him out. So it sounds like those two are going to have a singles fight. Now, if I had to venture a guess, I'm going to say it's going to be a one, maybe like, you know, a couple fight deal. uh, Pay-per-view wise and a couple of appearances on Raw, whatever. Um, So don't get your hopes up for being like, oh, he's going to be on uh, WWE every week. Uh, But... I mean, happy to see him back because he was legit and dude's a personality. Good for him. Okay. Uh, now, as far as Peterson and Bell are concerned. Who are you taking? Okay. Do it right now. It's got to be Peterson. I'm taking Peterson, dude. Dude, dude just doesn't give up Come on. anywhere. That Has guy, to be. First ballot Hall of Famer. Just one of the most impressive fucking specimens well and now we have to root for peterson because then that frank gore adrian peterson fights right around the corner let's go yeah yeah how are those two not on a on a jake paul card right that would have made more that just sense seems, that seems nuts jake paul's getting pretty legit that's why he's starting to like knock people out that are you know pretty hard to knock out so god we God. don't know, man. This is where this is what the world has come to. I'm uh, I'm excited to see this 
Tommy, Jake Paul. I really am, actually. And I think hot take again, I'm taking Jake Paul. Oh, it's all it's all fake. I know. That's why I'm taking Jake That's Paul. That's why I would take Jake Paul as well. Jake Paul doesn't lose. No, yeah. he's not gonna lose. Sorry. It's all fake. I, I But there's betting lines. Sure, there's betting lines on WWE. I guess, yeah. Sure. Like there is. Yeah. Uh so my go? Mm-hmm. Uh first up Marlon Briscoe. Do you know who that is? No. Well he passed Was that the Godfather? No. That's Marlon Brando. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Marlon Briscoe was the first black starting quarterback in American pro football history. Nice. He actually died last week at seventy six years old. Uh, but started his pro career with the Denver Broncos, spent some time with the Buffalo Bills before finally making his way over to the Miami Dolphins, uh, and had some pretty uh, big things. He was part of that 1972 Dolphins uh, undefeated team. Okay. So, like, the guy was pretty big. NFL champion. Yeah. Uh, part of history. I'm also going to tell you right now, Marlon Briscoe, the picture that they posted, uh, the, the Miami Dolphins did, pimp. Oh, straight pimp. He fucks like, Mar- yeah, Mar- like, this is wow. black dynamite right here. And I like Marlin spelt like Florida Marlin. Yeah, that guy. Not Marlon. No. Marlin. Yeah, dude, that is uh, wow. Marlon Briscoe wrestler name. Yeah, for sure. I can see that Marlon Briscoe with the with facial hair and an afro like that pimp and a wrestler. He looks like more badass Apollo Creed. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, hot takes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Number two, Fox has come out and announced that the USFL will be back for the 2023 season. Mm. Where are you at with that, boy? Can we put that in the huh tier as well? Because hey. that's going to fold. Fold? Yeah. And, uh, we also already had uh, the champion crowned. Uh, um, unfortunately, it wasn't our breakers. Tried so hard. Mm. It was the Birmingham Stallions. Mm-hmm. So the team that played all of its games in Alabama as the Alabama team won the USFL championship. Kind of fixed? Yeah. All right. Uh, and last but not least, this is... I just found this right before we started recording, and I'm so fucking happy that I did. Did you hear about the minor league manager that sang the stars? Uh, Take me out to the ball game last week. I did not. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, yesterday. No. <sighs> it was that rough. Oh, you. You don't know. Uh, hold on. Uh, let me see who this is for. Uh, general manager of the San Francisco Giants single-A affiliate, the Eugene Emeralds. Oh, my God. I know. Alan, Dude, my boy Alex Neveja, play-by-play for the Eugene Emeralds. Alan Benavides. Vides, just took this to a whole new level. So, first, let me play you. The uh, the take me out to the ball game. Solid start. Oh, 
So that was just the, the short clip. Did you hear that? A little bit. Do you want to take a guess what was happening to him while that was going on? Um, it sounds like he was standing on, you know, holding a microphone singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Well, he was in the booth. And you, you heard the kind of nervousness in his voice, right? Sure. Well, that minor league manager was getting a prostate exam while that was going on. What? So, <laughs> so that he was singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game while some man's finger was up his butthole. <laughs> Do you not understand why I can't? Why I was saying the things I was saying? What? Like before we started recording? Wait, wait. So now, like, I have to go and see if like my boy posted anything about this. What the? How did I not hear about this? This just happened yesterday. So, and the Eugene Emeralds went out they, on Twitter. They posted, "Our manager may be the first person ever to sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game while receiving a prostate exam." Wow. What? I mean, the flying fuck. Respect. This is the craziest story of the year. Isn't it like prostate awareness month now in July? I don't know. It has to be if that's what he's going to. I, I don't know. I don't know why this happened. Someone just was like walking for prostate cancer, I thought. It's, I'm... Wait, we're deep diving into this a little bit more now. This is quite possibly the coolest, craziest, wildest, weirdest story I have ever heard. And everyone needs to know about it. Um, why, why, why though? Why? What is he doing? I'm not sure why he decided to do this. It was a promotional stunt supporting men's health. Or just a means to entertain. So there actually was no promotion behind this. There was nothing. Nothing of note. Oh my. Okay. You know what? Good Good on you. Good on you. That's a great way to close it out. Well, ugh, close. This is, <laughs> I puckered at that. Oh, uh, God. Way to be the butt of a joke. Jesus. <laughs> what an uh, asshole. What an absolute asshole. Okay, um, that's going to wrap so up. when do we get him on for an interview? We got so many things lined up here. We have an absolute banger coming at you next week that we are in the process of making tomorrow, okay? I might do a little bit sneak peek beforehand. I might get some questions. Um, we'll see. I don't know what the plan is, but keep an eye out next week. We're so happy. We are in cahoots for some of the coolest stuff we got planned for this podcast for episode 75. It just worked out that nice, too. Didn't even realize that. Uh, So that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, If you guys enjoyed this, my name was Tom. That's my brother, Dave. We are the Down the Wire podcast. You can download us wherever you guys get your podcasts. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We post our stuff on Podbean. Uh, There's a whole bunch of other ways to get us. iHeart, Pandora, um some other shit i don't know we post places uh and as always we are in affiliates and forever in debt to thechairshot.com stay tuned next week when tom and i both give each other prostate exams during the podcast Jeez, that's just not <laughs> every time we do it y'all